Welcome, Pods and Pies. Today we got Scott Paul in. Thank welcome, you for being welcome. here. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Glad you can be here. Our fake pretend sponsor today is the Pie Pizzeria. The pie. Have you had the Pie Pizzeria? I lived off the Pie Pizzeria. You lived off it. At the U, yes. We, um, we tag them every show. We try to get the pie for every show. We just want <laughs> one pie a week. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah, just give us one pizza a week. But We're just waiting for our sponsor yeah, to hopefully come through. One day. We got a chicken bacon ranch. Let's do it. All yeah. right. Dig in there. All right, man. Uh, if you could trade lives with one person, but in order to do that, you had a, you had, it was a fight to the death and you had to win, who would it be? So you have, so you have to. You're in your mind. You almost have to guarantee yourself a win. You got to trade lives, yeah. and you get a. And it's not necessarily like you're gonna, right? It's still gonna be you, but you just all of a sudden it's like, hey, I'm taking over their role as CEO or Google, whatever. Like, who would you pick to fight to the death? So you, you wouldn't necessarily want to pick like an actual guy that kick your ass. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> that's a. Right. That's a. This is the first a, time. Tough, you didn't huh? give me the. Did you give me the prep questions for this? <laughs> oh, no. no. Yeah, that's like. We just kind of fly by the seat of my pants here. So I've got to. Trade lives and kick their butt. You could kick and, Trump's and ass and essentially delete them. Yeah, they're done. You're they're taking done. over. I mean, that Any is president of the United I States. I mean, that really is an obvious <laughs> one right now with uh, Trump in office. But uh, I don't want that role. So, uh, someone, uh, my fr- probably my friend Garrett G. Man, <laughs> your friend. <laughs> He's my friend. <laughs> I won't delete him, but he's just the guy's a travel influencer. Does he get better than that? Okay. Like he gets to go anywhere and everywhere, sponsored for the rest of his life. He lives in Maui, in the best place in the That's world. That's a pretty good gig. So That's a good gig. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't. I, I, I'm, I'd probably be the first to say I wouldn't trade myself. Like I wouldn't do the trade. I'm pretty happy, but I'm forced to fight to the death. Yes, to the death. He kicked my butt too, though. That's a problem. So I wouldn't lose. So I wouldn't win. I mean, we'll give but you no, six months you go. of training. But how, it's 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 like he's done he's done so well creating content. His little bucket list family channel that he has that he just he has created a way to pretty much. Is that the name of his thing? Bu- yeah. Okay, I've heard family. of that. Yeah. I don't. So okay. Do whatever. I'm not wants. like a huge follower of people. No, I, I've never even watched but any of his content. But I just know. I've, I just know because he's a yeah, friend. I've heard I know the what he bucket does. list family. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Wherever he wants. Wherever he wants. So. That give me that. Cool. Give me that life. I'm like a big, I mean, I've always loved Apple. I think like maybe if Jobs was still alive, like I think I would challenge him. Yeah. Just take over Apple. Hmm. Kick, kick his ass. Yeah. He's deleted. See you we'll later. Just go get a... Take over, see you. I'm done. You can go get Tim Cook. I'll take him. Yeah, Tim Cook. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could, you could take him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who I'd pick. I was thinking of like guys, you know, this same question kind of came up with uh, lunch the other day was... You have to pick one person. What was what was Matt's question? You had to pick one person that you would wanted to hang out with mm-hmm. for like a weekend. I don't think I was there for that. Just pick anybody in the world, and we thought about it for half an hour. Like everybody's throwing out cool names. Interesting. And my friends, like, there's only one logical choice, and he would just shoot down all the ideas. This, and he says, Vladimir Putin. Oh yeah. He's like, if there was one dude in the world that could do whatever he wanted at any second, and he, you know, and the whole cabinet was, this is a guy that is looking forward to hanging out with you. So it's not like it's just a, you know, special needs kid kind of going and meeting, yeah. meeting his hero. This is he is looking forward to a whole weekend with Danny Reeder. You're flying over to Russia, and he's going to do whatever you want. Yeah. Anything you want. I but then I think he would. I think I couldn't. I don't know if I could kick his ass. Like if no. I wanted to trade places with that no. guy. 
You've seen him. You've seen him as a shirt off on a horse. He's. I've seen a shirt off on a. He's a, a damn buffalo or a bear. <laughs> oh, that's what it was, a bear. So he. Uh, so I did a post actually last week on who was the first to be a trillionaire, and I just threw out a few helping hints like is it Bezos, Musk, Zuckerberg, yeah. Gates, or Putin? Because a lot of people think he's probably. Um, you can't track any of the wealth. You can't. Probably yeah. has the most resources in the world. He might be the richest dude. He probably is. Yeah. Ow. Putin. Putin. You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. All right, dude. What is, what's the best thing, worst thing about your beard? Oh, man. The, the, the worst <laughs> thing is it's happening a lot lately. Eating, and I get, I was eating corn, and I love my corn, but I was just going to town on it, you know, like a. Yeah. And then it, I took part of my beard into my mouth, <laughs> pushed it down under my teeth, into my teeth, my tight, you know, little gaps. And so I was. I had to very, it hurt, and I had <laughs> hair stuck in my teeth, and I had it with corn on top of it. And so I'm, this is when I was camping uh, last week. I went out in the desert and did a little solo camp. Yeah, we got to so talk I'm there, about that. Uh, I'm there, like, grabbing my hair with my buttery fingers and trying to, like, un- Pull it out un- of your gas. Yes, flossing my, I'm, I'm yeah. essentially floss my uh, teeth with uh, my hair, my beard hair. So that sucks. That's just, yeah. that's the that's the downside of. I think any any food beard. like I haven't gone as long food as you, in general, but like, just food in food. General. I feel yeah. like I like pizza is a bad one because I eat and it gets like pushed up into it. Yeah, I can smell it for the yeah. rest of the day. I mean, yeah, there's worse things to smell. Seems like you're trimming the, you're trimming <laughs> the mustache too. Like, I'm taking you don't the, let it grow. I'm, over yeah, your yeah, lip. no, yeah. I have trimmed the mustache because yeah. that's one. That one does get really frustrating when it starts going. Yeah, I don't. I don't have one that just kind of goes sideways, like. You know, doc, some some Western character. No yeah. one goes like right into my mouth. How many months is that growth? This is COVID. This is my COVID beard. So okay, you start basic COVID. Mm-hmm. Dude, damn, that's long. Yeah. For like six months. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's a good one. I don't know, like. I can't get that long. I I've done a long beard a few times, yeah. but not. Well, you guys aren't. This isn't visual, but I'm bald as a baby's butt. So this is the first hair I've had, really. Like, yeah. like I mean, I've had a beard my whole life, but it's been what you got right there. Uh, the the called the half incher. Yeah, the this thing is I, I I and I never spend any time in front of the mirror because I just have nothing to do there. Like I have <laughs> nothing. I'll look up maybe even brushing my teeth once in a while. I'm like, oh, there's that's, that's I'm looking pretty girly. Oh, there's something in my teeth. Yeah, I don't really look into the mirror. But lately, and I mean, I just there's something about combing my mane. I've got these beard brushes yeah. and I've got it's these oils, oils and, and I just get it's so great, into it. I'm like, I could, I just want to, I, 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 I don't know. It's there's my I, wife couldn't stand it, dude. Every oh, really? night, just playing before, with dude, it. It's just I'm always either using my lip or my teeth. Uh-huh. You know, you're kind of doing your little yeah, thing yeah. out here, yeah. and then you would just get a comb. You're like, I don't know how to explain it. This <laughs> is the one of the best feelings. Mm-hmm. You just get to comb it out, and then sometimes you would comb against the grain, so then you can get a better feeling of combing sure. it right. For sure, for sure. I'll go against the grain. And I'll get this thing going out yes. to here. Yep. This makes a big flying yeah. sauce, like the rings of Saturn around my face. It's hilarious. <laughs> my but pro- my problem is I have a huge, like white, like skunk stripe <laughs> right in the middle of mine. Right so face. I get red. I mean, yeah. red, 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 and then and just then the white. Stripe, yeah. yeah. Um, that's. But see, you have hair, so you can also yes. you can also do things with your hair. I was bald at 19, so it's been, I have 40 of this month, last month, so I have less, um, you know, I've had, most of my life has been sans hair. Yeah. Uh, so this is a, this is the only time I get to just play with myself. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, that's wonderful. See, I love that look, though. I love, like, the shaved head with a beard. It yeah. works. I think it looks no, good. No, it works. I, I, I did that on purpose one time. I told my, I told my wife, I said, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it, it's actually really fun to go out. Like, I'm a tall guy. Tall guy, dude. When I had a beard, if you wear a beanie, right, in the wintertime, and you just walk into a public place, uh-huh. I'm, I'm not a mean dude, but I'm telling you, everybody thinks that you're going to kick someone's ass when you yeah. walk into a room. And I, I said, I, I actually kind of like that feeling. Yeah. I really do. I, you know, I just, I'll take it. So I loved, I loved the beard. I did shave my head once with the beard, but it's kind of, it's, it's kind of almost like you're guaranteed to have a gun. You're carrying, yeah, you're carrying yeah, a, exactly. a weapon if you have that outfit and that, that yeah, it's, stature it's, 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 with the beard. Yeah. yeah. It's even almost a guarantee to avoid conflict. No one's, no one's going to come up. No one's going to. And if they yeah. did, see, I'm, I mean, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. And, and in Utah, even. it's like, like you, it, it makes it distance you from, like pretty far from BYU. He's definitely not. A oh BYU yeah, no, student. no, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where'd you grow up? Grew up in uh, California, so. Okay. Walnut Creek, Concord area. This is about thirty minutes away from Oakland. Yeah, my siblings live in Walnut Creek right now. All right. Yeah. There we go. Got pizza in my mouth, so this is a little ASMR. No, perfect. Yeah. If, you guys, if you guys Not like to hear people, the chew, yeah, no, yeah. You, you, yeah. you're right on that. That's, mic. Pop, that's popular on um, on YouTube. Just I know. chewing the sound of pizza. Do I, need, do I need to tag that and get all yeah. those people to? You do. I think so, <laughs> so uh, Walnut Creek, California, until I was 13, 14 actually. Yeah, 13, 14. And then moved to Alpine, Utah. Okay. And. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't I think I think you don't really get to claim it's a theory of mine, but I don't really claim where I grew up kind of has to be where you got your license and drove because that's when you really start to explore your territory as a young adult yeah. and so that was here in Utah. So I'm I'm officially Utah. I'm owning it. I'm okay so with that. So uh, you were you lived in Alpine. That means you were you say you just turned 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so was was uh, Lone Peak was just barely like a brand new school. I went when to you one, went to high school. I went to one year of um, American Fork. Yeah, okay. Then Lone Peak got finished. So my junior year, I was at went to the first year of Lone Peak. Yeah. Total disaster because they didn't have like the roll system built out, attendance system, and you can't give a junior like no Not consequences <laughs> for yeah. for. And so I didn't go a lot, and for that reason, on my. Senior year, I decided two things happened. I started a business, and uh, I was selling food storage because Y2K was coming. So I made a grundle <laughs> trying to sell food storage. Y2K. As a, as, a, as a senior. Secondly, I wanted to be on the Sundance ski team. And then, so I went to UVSC, finished my high. And I knew if I went to Lone Peak with the same behavior I had in my junior year of not really attending, I would yeah. probably not graduate. So I went to UVSC, got, I would, you only had to go, that was a local college, now UVU. You would go, uh, I would go Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I got the same amount of credits had I gone to high school all this five days. My senior year. My senior, senior year. year. So about four of my friends did the same thing. So we all just kind of actually rented an apartment in Provo. So my senior year, I actually moved out and lived down in Provo, ran a business, and, um, and was skiing almost every day and went to like four hours of classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm like, why doesn't everyone do this? Why would I go suffer through this? Is that still, can you still do that? I think you can do it even easier. I think you do when you're 16. Like, if you, you think about it, there's really nothing about, like, all the credits we're getting at school, in high school, you can't just go, you can just pay for it. I mean, the thing is, it's, school's free, right? right? So my brothers all did the AP classes and got that stuff for free. Yeah. 
Um, but you had to pay to go. So I had, yeah, so I paid to <clears throat> go take college courses, but I still got ahead. Um, got a kickstart, you know, going ahead, and I at least I attended. Like, I was pretty diligent about going to college, of all things, versus um, high school, because I just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't really uh, work for me. So, yeah, and I had this business going, so I was able to put time into that, which was the real education, which is what I do today, entrepreneurship. Yeah. So, um, that was, that was, that was, uh, that was my, st- that was my uh, high school. It was really just um, two years because here, I think, yeah, because here in Utah, you go, you don't really, your freshman year is still in junior, junior high. high. It's the it's worst. Like the middle, yeah. 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 So I only had two years of high school where my wife, like, just, she was in the student body at, in, uh, in, a, in a Sandy, what do they call it? The Jordan School District, Jordan High, I think. And so she had full four years. Learn the songs you sing, you know, at the at the at the at the games, and like remembers people. Like I, I don't. My high school, although I remember most of the people actually, just because I am a people memorizer. I don't have no school spirit. No, like no, Lone Peak yeah, went no. on to become like a pretty important like <clears throat> athlete school. Like it's a it's a yeah, you know we do. won a lot of yeah, do tournaments. Well. I don't care, could care less. So I just don't have any. I didn't get that because I only had two years. I only had one year at the school. So anyway. Yeah. Did you know a guy named Jordan Maurer? Bauer, Maurer, Maurer, Maurer. I think I know the Mauers. I think, yeah, I, I knew a Mindy Maurer. I don't know. Who, uh, I don't know. That could be I don't know, dude. He was, I bet you. He an he athlete? Was, I bet he was in and out. No. Well, he was in and out. He's only a little bit older than me, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but that means he's. I'm 1980, yeah, so I'm a 99 grad. 99 grad. Well, I know, but I'm just saying he skied. Mauer was like yeah. in the mountains his whole life. I think yeah. it's I think it's, it's probably the Mauers I know. Yeah. Because their his sister was a skier and active. So I think that's probably the Mauer yeah. family. Dad a doctor by chance? No. Oh, he's not. Yeah, no. He's a pilot. Okay. Is uh, your wife your same age? Mm. 98. Grad, so two years. Or sorry, you're older. Two thousand grad. Oh, 2000. you're younger. So you're younger. You're a nap younger. Okay, that was my. That's where I grew up. Was that in Sandy? Oh, really? I went to Alta. You went to Alta. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, kids. Alta Hawks. How many? What are you guys yep. out there? Hawks. Hawks. Yeah. yeah. Damn Hawks, dude. I hate the Jordan. Hawks. They were the, the beat, beat diggers. diggers. Yeah. She played lacrosse for them and some other things. But yeah. Oh no, she went and played for Waterford because they didn't have back then. They didn't have lacrosse okay. teams. Yeah. At the high school level. Yeah. Sorry. What was you asking? No, Someone kids? Said, oh, no, just oh, three kid. girls. Three girls. How 14, old? 12, and a five-year-old. Okay. My 14-year-old is uh, just went first year in high school. In, Wasatch. In, yeah, Wasatch High up there. New high school. Um, new building. Well, new-ish. Some new build, newish buildings. Newish, right. Massive. I think they have more students dude, up there yeah. than anywhere, and they can't get I remember that high school was a piece of crap, dude. <laughs> when <laughs> I was wood. playing that, we, I played oh, yeah. basketball growing oh, yeah. up, dude. I, like, I was afraid of Wasatch kids. Really, Heber. I don't know. Like they were just. They're just all. It seemed ran- like they had just, facial hair when they were. Yeah, they're, they're all these ranchers yeah, off dude, the like, oh, just dude. right out. Like they were they milking were dairy cows they were right tougher. before they played you, and yeah. they they weren't scared of nothing. They've been up from four a.m. Yeah. in the cold, and you probably all cuddle in, and you're nice. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and still the they're still that. Like they're still that. Old and run down, and just I don't know. I was always nervous. Go up, Wasatch. That's funny. You know, I love Heber. I love the valley. I love Heber Valley. Great place. Love it. Growing like crazy, like everywhere else. But uh, my buddy um, from Vegas just moved there. Yeah, yeah. No, but a handful of people that just are out of state that are moving to Heber Valley. Yeah, we live in this little town called Charleston. It's only 500 people, so we're hold on. We're a percent of the population. You live in Charleston. Mm-hmm. That's between Provo Midway. No, Heber. that's um, yeah. Well, it's right on Deer. It's right, right on Deer Creek. 
Yeah. You turn right on that little road. You, no, you're thinking. What am I thinking? Wallsburg. Oh, Wallsburg. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that yeah, little yeah. offshoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wallsburg. Charleston is the town right when you come past Deer Creek and yes. you can go down by the airport into Hebrew or you can turn to go into Midway. Yeah. Little town. Yeah. Why, do you, why are you there? <clears throat> because I, I, well, Disney bought one of our, uh, my companies in 2015 and I had to go live in the third floor of a. We had to go move to LA with that with that acquisition. So I lived on the third floor of a rundown, um, not rundown, but you know, an apartment complex in Culver City, and it was uh, like five thousand dollars rent. And I'm just like, there's got to be like when we're when we're done with this sentence, <laughs> we're going to the opposite, the polar opposite. How long did you have to be there? Um, two years, but I only made it a year before yeah. I didn't even. I just went into my HR hub. And and changed my address to my old house in Sandy, and we went right back to Sandy. And I flew in for a year, kind of here and there. Um, and then after about a year of Sandy, we're like, "What's what do we really want to do or be?" Like after all our traveling and stuff, we're like, "Where where are the kids the most happy? What is what have we seen lifestyle wise that we like the most?" And it was a lot of my cousins and friends who had uh, kind of moved into areas that had land, so friend out ranching in Nevada, one ranching up in Idaho, um, doing one doing orchards up in uh, Northern California. And those are just these places that really felt uh, right to us. And so we went and got five acres um, up there in the Heber Valley and tried tried our first attempt at doing goats and chickens and all that stuff. And uh, it's it's way more than we signed up for. We're not, we're not growing beard. My girls aren't growing beards yet. Like the locals. So it's like, we're not, we weren't hardy. We weren't the hardy, uh, ready to ranch type. And so it's, uh, it's gentlemen. It's, it's, uh, it's, we're definitely, uh, what do you call it? City slickers up there trying to, trying to figure it out. You know, I've got do you my, still have like the goats? It's like, are you still, I, I cycle in between goats and sheep. And, and when I, when I, they break my fence, I go and storm at my neighbors for okay. a while until my fence gets fixed away. So I, I have animals that are kind of dispersed there. We're doing, yeah. uh, we're doing, I'm, I'm kind of practicing, uh, sh- sharing, uh, what do you call it? Like time sharing my animals <laughs> and other people. Yeah. So what's the inventory? The inventory right now is oh, I had to just throw away a dead chicken yesterday actually that had been there since we moved up there two and a half years ago but we have six chickens that make a lot of eggs for six chickens so my my 12 year old cooks a ton and she's always making stuff with chicken or fresh chicken eggs which just alone is a really uh just being able to get your own eggs i think all kids and families should just get it in little coop and have chickens and and make something with the eggs like just them seeing that cycle of life i think is pretty uh, fantastic that you just don't have you're just not I wasn't even touched with that like it was kind of surprising like wait these eggs are we can eat these ones and stuff like we make stuff with them and yeah yeah, yeah. oh all right all right this is cool so that's that's the only part that's the only functional like reward of, uh, yeah. of of ranching the rest of it's just lawn ornaments we've had we had three goats right when we got there that started jumping on everything so they were just the alpine goats <clears throat> so they, you wouldn't believe the things a goat can fit on but they would just start getting into the window panels and up onto the roof. And I'm like, that's going to be in my car next. So <laughs> yeah. goodbye. We, we tried to sell them and we ended up just kind of giving them away to someone in Wallsburg. And uh, after a lot of people in KSL trying to buy them, that um, people want to eat them. So you got to be really careful. If you don't want them okay. getting butchered, you just got to make sure that the owner is, uh, has other plans. So for there's, no, there's, no, there's no, like, there's no uh, benefit to the goats. 
besides just... I mean, if you want... Like, so a lot of people use them to... Grow, to so I got them because I wanted to keep the weeds down, but they yeah. did. They avoided they all the weeds and they ate all the, all, the all the precious trees. Not the even tree. the, Yeah, the garbage oh. and like our nice trees and anything, anything we didn't want eating. That's what they went for first. So they were not... And they would burn holes in the carabiners that we'd like... We put carabiners out to like leash them and they are so consistent and strong that they would just... They oh, would, like rub, like rubbing. They would rub down yeah. in our carabiners. They would rub a hole through it with the ropes and stuff, and break ropes. And we're just like these; these suckers will not. They're just always trying to get out and cause trouble. So we got rid of those. Um, then I got four sheep a year ago, or right actually, it was right as COVID started. And um, they're 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 beautiful. They're called Navajo churros, and they were in my yard for a while until. Uh, I just needed them to graze a little more, and I don't have good fencing. They were kind of staying in their proximity, but then they started hanging out. Then they started going to the neighbors' houses. They started going in these like manicured lawns and just start eating everything. And it was beautiful scenery, but neighbors weren't happy with it. So I'm like, all right, I'll go bo peep these things back to my house, and then realized I got I got to go store it. So I have a neighbor that has f- f- four acres that's fenced, and so yeah. they just eat for free during the summer. And uh, and I promised him I'll take care of all his goats and animals by feeding and watering them through the winter if I can get, have board Let if I can board my sheep there until my I have a barn getting built right now and a fence getting finished so in the spring I'll have a barn raising party yep. and I'll have uh, get the fence done so that I can finally bring all my animals home and but I'm gonna put all the chickens back there I'm gonna get, gonna get more goats right now I'm goat free. And my big goal is alpaca. I want. I love those funny looking animals, yeah. and I want to get two or three of those alpaca. So that's the. That was actually the original intent of the ranch was to start doing alpaca, alpaca. and get their fleece and stuff, and yeah. make some beanies with their fleece. Do you um, do anything with the sheep with their wool or anything? I, we haven't. They're brand new, so they have not been sheared yet. But um, I will have to hire, or try to do probably hire. That there are there are groups up there in Heber that you know these these fourteen year olds with beards that come around and, <laughs> and will pin your sheep down and yeah, share, it for, share you. it for you. So I'll get I'll find those uh, those people so I can at least see how it's done. But they have to be sheared. Uh, I think going forward every year now. But their first year they were um, I let okay. them have their coat during the during the summer. But they're yeah I'll show you some photos of them here later. Yeah. <clears throat> they're my fave. That's sweet. Dude. That's awesome. So. so yeah, you you didn't know we were gonna just talk farming. Dude, farming, I love farming. Yeah, I don't well, even. I, I, I don't love, know anything about it. But I love the idea of it. I, I I'm not I'm not a not one of them. I've I, can't. I almost bought a chicken coop twice. I've I mean, I've that. actually had. I mean, I've had a garden. You know, not not super serious garden, but I got into that big time years ago, and yeah. just and I've I've loved it ever since. We just built the house a couple years ago, but. Where do you live? Just uh, right by Lone Peak, actually. Yeah, I used to live right by Lone Peak. Now I live just south. Just south. So I li- it's um, AF, you know, you know PG. Literally, uh, it's like my back, Cedar Hills. The, the house behind me is AF. I'm in PG, one street, Cedar Hills. Oh, you're right so in this, like I'm right in the vortex. But it's what's that neighborhood called? You know what the blue silos are down by the no, that little pond? I can't picture it anymore. But you could easily have. It sounds like a place you can. Oh there's yeah, nothing. Can. There's nothing against to have in the. No, I think that it it's um, zoned. We can have that, but yeah, that's great. I love the I love farming, dude. I I would. I've had many, like many times, I've had thoughts of doing a chicken coop, but Shanna's just completely like, she had friends growing up who had them. Really? And, and she's just like, they are so gross and so disgusting. It's like, I do no, not no. want that. And I'm like, okay, like this would be awesome for the kids to go be out there and they're really pull the eggs. Especially and, if you got the coop, 
Yeah. And you keep it confined. Don't yeah. I mean, some people let them run in their backyard and eat the bugs and do whatever, but I, I don't know. And maybe you do that once in a while. but That's the easy part is you can – it's not that hard to – I think chickens are one of the easier of the – of the animals to have um goats are probably the hardest this is the moving let me see if i can like i would be working let's see if i can find the video i'd be working and then they would pop into the and like jump You're up and pop there. in the window yeah, and he's, I, he's looking into the window oh right he's there? looking in at me and i was freaking out because they're a little evil their eyes are like these beady little eyes you've seen goats <laughs> remember that cake song like goats go to like sheep go, go to, to heaven yeah. goats go goats to hell, go go to hell. hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can see why they go to hell. They're like, they're freaking little demons. And yeah, so anyway, this is my stuff. But the sheepies are my, the sheepies are my fave. Because, well, put, first of all, it's, they're my mascot for my company. My, my day job is, is, uh, is, is CEO of Wooly, right? So my, our icon is a sheep. So this is kind of, these, I'm trying to work these guys into, I, I thought one of them would be my mascot, but they're, that's my backyard, it looks right? Like a it looks like that's it insane. doesn't look like Switzerland it's, or something. It does. It looks exactly. That looks fake. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's the, that's that's, uh, that's, that's Soldier that's, Hollow back there. You know Hebrew that Valley, place? Man. Yeah. That's Hebrew Valley. It looks it's, fake. With Timpanogos back there, it's like where is it's this amazing. place? It's the best place in the world. Yeah, no. I so, love it. We all I live in good place. I mean, we're all here in Utah, like around the Wasatch. You look up any area, and you get to see these majestic mountains. So, all those listeners that are in flat Kansas, sorry, nothing we can do for you. Yeah, sorry. You got to come to the Rocky Mountains. Um. So high school, you did a food storage. Yeah, it was Y2K Accessories.com. I built a website. I was straight up an like e-commerce vendor back yeah. then. Didn't know what I was doing. I had my math teacher at Lone Peak build me a website. I remember giving him like $900 cash to like complete <laughs> and integrate the credit card processor and everything. And this is, this is pre, pre, pre Shopify, right? There was no, yeah. you just had to do this HTML thing and make it all happen. I also paid a, there was a student who was like learning HTML and and had him at, at Lone Peak as well and had him kind of put it together. So those two people together helped me make this website where I was selling food stores during the crisis that you know everyone's just worried and yeah. one of the local profits said get your house in order and then sales sales, sales go whoop. Yeah. So what did you? How <laughs> and I was you... in Alpine where all the rich people are. So I was just going. <laughs> I cook right. them some food. I make them them like Taco Bell tacos with the fake meat and they'd be like throw down like $10,000. So I was outselling as a 17 year old, I was outselling these other guys at, um, see, I started another company first and I was just kicking their butts because of where I was kind of selling and my, my, my way of doing it. And I, I hate selling. So I wouldn't, if someone couldn't afford it or didn't, I would not push. And that actually helped me. I was not a pushy salesperson. I would just make the food and tell them the program. And, but I realized that like, I can't really, grow as fast as I want to because I'm like having to go door to door and stuff like it would be nice if I could like service like I already kind of was understanding the idea of like the internet is that you can service a, a wide range of, of, of area versus me just knocking doors so that's why I bought the website I'm like I'm gonna try it so I'd go down to New Mexico went to Arizona pretty much just follow the Mormon belt where all the where all the food storagers were, you know, the, pre, the preppers, and and and, uh, and then would and then would try to like, and I hired four friends to go sell too. So I, I had this little company going. I remember I had this big fat cell phone. I was the only kid in high school with a cell phone in '98, '99. It was hilarious. But uh, ultimately, as we all know, nothing happened. So, yeah. so that business was, in fact, nothing. The food storage industry started collapsing pre '9 or pre uh, 2000. Uh, what do you call it? Y2K. Y2K. Yeah, it just kind of. Everyone kind of ninety seven ninety eight was a big rush, and then I think it, I think it just kind of slowed down, and then ultimately, yeah, it, it took a while before you now 
10 years after that event, you see a lot, you saw a lot of rise of MLMs even getting into food storage. Yeah, so now there's right. like a plethora of ways to just buy food in bulk and have it, you know, t pretty tasty. I don't know. I've never tried any of these MLMs or any of these companies, but I know, I know it's more than a Mormon thing now. It feels like there's a whole prepper community that's uh, getting, and there always has been, but um, that's, a, that's a huge movement now. These yeah. food storage companies locally aren't selling to Utahns. They're selling to like all over the country and yeah. at, at this point. So anyway, I'm going to so eat more of this pizza. Did you, that just ended, that company ended? I went on an Ilias mission okay. to Italy. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I ended it. You ended it. Yeah. And you went to Italy where there's no Mormons. No, no Mormons. <laughs> just really good. Just a couple, a couple white, pizza. white Utah guys. Yeah, a few white. And I, and I just, I loved out there though. I yeah. loved, I loved Italy. I loved the culture. I loved Europeans. Um. And and then I came home and it quite, it didn't quite fix me. I was a troublemaker my whole life. So, yeah. uh, so then I went to Anasazi to work as a guy this is a wilderness therapy program that you take kids out in the arizona desert and they like have to rehabilitate while being away from everything for months and months and months or you know two months usually is the, the regular program and what are these kids coming in for like drug problems you, back then it was mostly yeah ba like back, back then it was mostly um their parents maybe caught them doing some drugs and okay Going we're, gonna, to we're gonna try to put yeah. a stop to this right now. You yeah, know, yeah. We're shipping. Yeah, you they out. would actually have a service to come pick you up. You know, like in a white van, some two big tongans <laughs> come get you. Bag and, over and, your head, and you, you'd be on a plane. And you were, you were. They, I think the parents literally signed away their like whatever that is right to a what is that attorney uh, power of attorney power over attorney. to the uh, over to Anasazi to like kids in their protection now or whatever they do because they would come and take you away and put you in the program and. The first week these kids were out there, I mean, they were like trying to run every time, but there's nowhere to go. I mean, you can run, you'd yeah, probably die. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. nothing. So they hate it. They hate their life. Hate their parents. They're just cussing. They're cussing us out. But we're we're just guiding them. We're just there to like, really, we're just there to get them to point A to B. So they don't. They tend to not hate us after a while. They really, and then they tend to love the trail walkers, the people oh. guiding them. So by the end of like two weeks so cool to see they they come back their parents come out and spend some time with them and, and they actually it's just like one of the coolest reunions ever meanwhile the parents are also going through a program i don't think oh, all really? the parents yeah. realize that they're they're at fault like kids yeah. don't parenting. just yeah parenting parenting's hard and yeah. they're they're part of the problem so that their parents are going through a program too and it's a cool reunion it's an awesome thing probably the best thing i did so that actually kind of i won't say fixed me but between the mission and anasazi it kind of it kind of tempered all of my rogue behavior and I met my wife like literally the, the week I got home from doing Anasazi. Where um, at? I just went on a blind date in Sandy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her aunt lived in Alpine and hooked us up and just got married and, but you never really take the, you know, you never really beat the rogue or the, so I thought like, yeah, I'm going to be a normal person now. I'm getting married <laughs> and I have kids and get a job. I mean, I'm not normal. My wife will tell you. It's, it's, it's very hard being married to someone what, uh, as ADHD and and just counter like, just just I don't do anything like I should. I don't. I don't think anybody should be normal. No, but I mean, it's far good. from normal. Like I, it's like, good. Like I'm a CEO of taking money from like reputable business, uh, you know, reputable firms, and like the stuff I do and say on LinkedIn should at any moment, <laughs> at any moment, they're got to be like shaking their dude, head, take like take this guy down. 
I mean, my, yeah, look, go look at my profile right now. I just do the dumbest things. I, I was sick of everyone putting that open to work little banner on their profile. Yeah, I saw that little open to twerk. I just, I'm like, <laughs> like, looks like, like, I'm open to twerk. So I just changed stuff like that. And for most people, like, even my co-founders, like, Scott, why do you have to keep doing this? I'm like, I can't not do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the idea comes to me and it's easy. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So that's just, that's, but that goes, that fades in everything. Like, if I stop doing me, all the good things that happen from me being me would probably also cease to right. go. So like with me being me, there's, there's bad that happens. Like I do, I do mess up all the time and offend people and, and things happen, but like, I can't, I can't, I just gotta be all me and, and take what the good from it. And that that's companies get started. I, I invest in really great ideas. I help mentor tons of entrepreneurs. That's kind of like the good side, but at the same time, I'm, I cause problems. I make, I, I purposely light fires and, and you just have to get both of that. Cause I'm not right. going to censor one side of me. Yeah. Um, I'm just always going to be hundred percent. And that's, that it's hard. It's hard for my wife. It's hard for probably my parents. It's hard for, um, it's hard for my co-founders and people invested in me. It's, it's just hard, but that's fine. Life's hard. We could end right there. Yeah, we could. Yeah, it's actually at any point, end. but we're not going to. What <clears throat> in Utah, <clears throat> the closest Italian restaurant to the real Italian food. Like what you experienced in Italy. Yeah. What is the best? And I'm not saying it doesn't have to be the, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you've gone around and actually explored different Italian no, I ha- joints. I, ha- I have. I've to say like, okay, this is actually pretty damn close to what the old, the old lady on the corner would No, definitely this. Olive Garden, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You can't Dude, we're that. done right now. Shut that. Shit. <laughs> no way. I hate all. No, that. it's uh, it's Walters. You can't beat that. <laughs> That's what I'm... Yeah, I know exactly I mean, he's a real thing. So he's he's, he's my friend. Thing. He's my friend. So I uh, one of good friends, a photographer, Josh Rossi. It's his like only living uncle. Josh Rossi. Yeah. Josh Rossi. Really okay, good photographer. Going. Anyway, so yeah. that's Walter is actually his relative, and so that guy doesn't have a lot of family alive at all, or even in the U.S. So he has my friend come in. He's like, "Why don't you come more and see me?" And we'll go in there, and he'll whip up for his, you know, for his nephew. It's already that place is already kind of off the menu. Like he always is doing yes. unique stuff. Yeah. And then add to it that like this is familia when he's cooking for Josh. It's like this is for my family, and and I just happen to tag along with him every time <laughs> he gets invited. And so incredible. Like yeah, you're getting. But the best part about it is. He's not doing any classic Italian like dishes. Everything I try there has all the Italian influence, but he like adds the way he like makes the tomato sugary and does all this stuff. It's so different, but it's yeah. it's it's all it's all Italian. It's all done with love, which is like that's the Italian thing. It's like yeah. everything you do, you just got to add that love <clears throat> ingredient to it. And One so, of my best friends stuff. served in Italy, and he, uh, I mean, he's forty-seven, whatever. I mean, he's getting up there, but he. He, I mean, this is like three years ago, dude. He just he said he told me one time. He's like, I've, I haven't found anything in Utah that I could really say is pretty dang close, mm-hmm. and and I would say like the best. Finally, took him to Walters, like on his one of his birthday or whatever. And yep. uh, dude, he he lost it. <laughs> it was one of those like this is this isn't exactly what I had, and I and no. but this is even just the simple red sauce. He's like, this is this yeah. is like. It, this is what I would have had, and it's nothing special, nothing off the charts. But this is, no. but uh, yeah, Walters, dude. And I just it was. You been there? <clears throat> I haven't. No, dude, there you I, go. I, I, my anniversary was a week ago, yeah. and I went there uh, last Tuesday actually. Yeah. Went there, and and now Walter, you know that he actually they bring around an iPad, oh, and he FaceTimes every single table. 
Oh my God! So he's not there, Incredible. but he he they brought him up, dude. He was talk chatting with us because I mean, doesn't speak a lot of English. No, he doesn't. And my my friend just busts oh, out the he Italian. He must hate that because he's always just hugging. Oh, I know, he's, dude, he's, he's hugging so, people. So he's kissing the ladies. Yeah, always. And he's just, dude. He's not there. He's dying. He's yeah, dying. that's this hard. Is, like that's not that's got to be the worst. But we need him around for ye- yeah, years as long to come. As we can get him. That guy, Walter. Walter. Special. Um, there are some good pizza joints. There's one in Park City I really like. Um, I forget the name of it now, but it's just right part of the like Peaks Hotel. There's the Sette Bellos of the, of the world. They're they're good pizzas. Yeah. Like you know, they're the Napolitano style of making pizza, thin crust, you know, yummy margarita. Just a plain pizza tastes good. But yeah, yeah a full restaurant. That's it. Yeah, so, that's, that's good. That's good. You Val- go. At least you validated my. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never been to Italy, dude, but I, I can only imagine the way that guy is, the way the restaurant is. That's that's kind of pretty like, special. He's a, he's a, he's just real Italian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, <clears throat> what was next on the list of jobs? This, this thing though, this pizza, that's what the pie is so unique about. It's not Italian pizza by any means. This no. is American as it gets, but two slices are like, they're heavy. Like two bricks. Whole meal. Yeah. yeah. They're heavy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they got and the crust is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the crust plain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like how we're doing a lot of shout outs for these, you know, Valters and Pie and Yeah, the one the only um I love I love I love introducing people to brands and experiences on these podcasts or whatever this is. Yeah. Do the pie, I love the pie. If you could actually I'm gonna ask this question since you just because you, you I've seen a few posts of you you're talking about brands. Mm-hmm. If you could only wear one brand for the rest of your life, what would it be? So I'm kinda doing that. Right now, this is my friend's company. It's called Architect Unknown, and it's a black pair of sh- a black shirt and a black pair of pants that he makes. And there's nothing else. That's it. That's the brand is a black pair of pants and a black shirt. And because of his his whole thing, it's, he calls it. You know, I told him to call it a uniform, the uniform. And so this is the uniform. So I kind of made it with him. Yeah. And and this is my go-to. I've, I'm five days in this outfit. I haven't washed it because it's just black. It doesn't you know collect a lot of dirt. It's just. I just, I don't know why. And then I have four pairs of this. So I have four of these shirts and two of these pants actually. So this is all I've been wearing for the last two months okay. um, is this. So it's okay. not even about a brand either. I'm not, I mean, I don't, I'm not really caring about the brand. I just like that. I don't think about anything. I know exactly where my clothes are. I'm waking up. I know I'm putting this on and this yeah, on. Yeah. For, for seven, eight, nine months, it's the perfect solution. Now, Grand July and August, it's not ideal to right. put on black pants and stuff. Yeah. yeah so I, I still have a vision of something even better or more universal than full black, but um, that's where I'm at right now. As far as like a brand, though, if it's like that, everyone might understand or know here on the on the uh, on the show. I'm really in love with like Cotopaxi stuff. Um, I have a sweater I love from them, and I have their fanny pack, and I wear that a ton. And then their bags everywhere I go. You know, being in Utah, and they're here, and I'm friends with the founder. Yeah. And all the tech startups like make Cotopaxi bags and giveaways at their events and stuff. So I have a lot of them. Yeah, okay, I, their like, bags are great. I I've love come, them. I've come to love all of them. Like I like every, I got my pickleball Cotopaxi bag. I've got my <laughs> one for this. Every sport has gotten it loaded <laughs> up with stuff. Bag, and, yeah. and then I and we go biking. We do use Cotopaxi. I the fanny pack has got my mask in it and my AirPods and my phone and all that other stuff. And I'm fine wearing that fanny background. I love it. So yeah. I'm I'm kind of a I'm pretty big Cotopaxi fan. Keeping it local, but local or not, I mean, I guess I had to. It took a lot of freebies to get me into the brand because I'm just not a big brand. Uh, I don't I don't like 
put a ton of money into any one brand. I'm not so crazy that I, uh, you know, affiliate like that with any brand. It's just yeah. not, I don't do it with sports teams. I don't do it with presidents. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not really putting my name behind anything in a, in a huge way. Um, so, so, or at least my money as well, but for whatever reason, Cotopaxi, you know, succeeded the market really well by giving me a ton of stuff and then I used it. And now I'm like, I think I'm all and in. I love it. Yeah. yeah I yeah. don't need to go anywhere else. We both have bags. <clears throat> yeah, I, I like bought bags. You bought one. Yeah, I like them. But hold on, let's talk. You guys, let's talk about your hats. Hold on. Yeah, this is. I've yeah, never this seen is. Those. Yeah, this is. A, this is kind of a could be a little vortex going on. I mean, <laughs> well, Danny a, loves the hats. I call him indie, but he doesn't have the total like bent in the brim. It's like almost indie. there though. That's a, it that's is dude, closer he, indie. Yes, I've seen this hat. So great story. Going back to Italy. Yeah, my last. City I lived in was called Genova or Genoa, whatever. That's where Columbus comes from, and it's right on the coast in the Italian Mediterranean. And one of the friends we had there was a third generation hat maker or hat salesperson. So this little, these little little streets yeah. that are from the you know medieval era called Vicoli. They're just super small. Like you can't, no cars are down there. Just and so he's got the shop. You go down into this little zoo of a maze. I mean, if you wouldn't believe if I showed you this place, but it's like. Sunlight doesn't even really get into these places. Almost like, you think Harry, Harry Potter, Potter style, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dunk, that alley they go in. He's got this hat shop. It is, it, is a, it is the size of this container we're in right now. The whole shop, if even this big. The front of it, the front is half of this, and then the back office or the back warehouse is um, the other half of that. So it's very small. You go in, just stacked with hats, as you would imagine, just like wands and Harry Potter. And, and there are all these... He, he knows every hat maker across Europe and mostly Italy. And this one here was made up in the, uh, um, it's, it's Tyrolean. So there's this area of Italy that's up kind of by the Austrian border and yeah. the Swiss border. And it's a Tyrolean, it's a, kind of their own language and stuff. And so this was made by a hat maker up there. And I remember the time I spent, this was before the Euro came out, but... I mean, it says right here, this, this brand's been around since 1870, which is cool. It's probably actually a pretty new brand for, for Europe. Yeah. But um, I, I, don't, I, just, I got it from, I think I spent 120 mille lire, which was at the time probably 60, some 70 bucks. Uh, probably now with Euro, it'd be 150 bucks. But it's the only hat I've ever re really bought that's anything but a cap. Like, I, don't, I, buy, I have beanies and caps, but this is the only like, non-traditional hat and no one's here seeing and can see what it looks like, but it's like a mix of a cowboy. I mean, yeah, who knows what yeah. this is? It's, it's a caballero, like a, a little. But it's but it's not quite cowboy. It's I don't know. It's felt something, but I love. I heard that here in Utah, there's a hat maker down in Springville or somewhere. Have you heard of this? I think so. Yeah. This come and he's making. It's it's a like it's like Taft boots of hats. Like it's right. very custom, high design hat maker. I'm like yes. So I got to go meet this person yeah. and figure out what's going on because I'd like to have a few more hats. Good. Where you guys yours? felt each other's energy before you came. Uh, Brixton. Brixton, what's that? I think They're I've seen out that of Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that one. I think they might even be at Wooly. I think we've talked to them at Wooly. They're a pretty popular brand, right? Not mm -hmm. just hats, everything. Yeah, I think they started with hats. They it's did. kind of their thing, but now they have, I think they have pants and shirts. And Brixton, okay. All sorts so of stuff. Yeah. That. Like, what part of California? I think San Diego, mm. I want to say. But don't quote me on that. So that's my hat story. Hat dudes. Um, <clears throat> tell us about Wooly. Yeah, Wooly's just the, that's a daytime job. Um, what, what do you, well, do you want to say, what's your most passionate thing then now? I mean, is Wooly kind of it? Yeah, Wooly's it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I've, it's, I've, I've, 
I'm, you know, I'm gonna get raw here, but it's been hard. I've just, the longest I've done anything is Wooly. Started with my co- I met my co-founder five years ago, named it about four and some odd years ago. And before that, I'd have only ever made it any single company about three and a half years. Yeah. So I usually kill it or had had an exit, something that allowed me to move on. Because my attention spans really, I, I realized I have a three-year window on anything I do before I fizzle. And most of my skills are at that very, the creation moment, right? I'm not a good operator. I don't have a lot of, I'm not a good people manager or anything. So I don't like big companies. I don't want to work there. I like to just start stuff and experiment and be a a tinker and a troublemaker and that works out well in, in this world you got to think you got to be able to do things that no one else is doing and have everyone say like that's the dumbest idea like we need yeah. those people that go and do the dumb things well so you said you met your co-founder like I you didn't even co-founder. know him before no i got introduced to him um one of my other one of the guys that i worked with that ran my first start successful startup uh was was knew that this individual was looking for oh we are on video Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. Good. I didn't yeah, realize that. Video. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so some of this does make sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's so, working, yeah, if it's working. So, so yeah, we 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 uh, we met. Yeah, this isn't normal, and this is actually this is a good story because a lot of people I like, ask me, they're trying to find the technical co-founder or trying to find they have the ability to build something technical and looking for a great. Um, like business co-founder or something yeah. that can help get it out there. So like probably one of the number one requests I get is I'm one of these and I need to be matched up. Yeah. Cause it does seem before you enter, I was just, the reason I was asking because uh, not knowing the person beforehand, I mean, I know this happens a lot. Yeah. I do it, know, you know, especially in the t- tech companies, Silicon Valley and stuff where it's like, well, you have to have a, you gotta have a co-founder. I mean, you gotta like meet somebody or you gotta come together as a party yeah. or whatever. You gotta consummate but, a yeah, baby. You, yeah, you do. Honestly. You have to consummate the company, and if you don't have one, then we're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna get any looks to get any investments no. or any money. I, I tried a company without one, and yeah. it, without and a technical it, co-founder, <clears throat> and I didn't get any. And looks. so anyway, that's kind of the the interest of is. I mean, it's, yeah. So this this individual we didn't even meet. He was in Arizona. Um, he was this contractor for a big software. Uh, his, you know, he's a senior developer, yeah. contracting his work out for a big dental company in San Diego, or in Irvine, and he it's like. You know, Scott, I've been trying some stuff on the side. So we get introduced. So at least there's mutual trust. You know, it's like, okay, you've known this guy for 10 years and I worked with him. Like, that says enough. You know, it's enough that I'm going to take the call. And he's like, I've tried some things in the payment space. You know, I tried this tipping startup and just didn't work. Um, And I really just want to get to someone that, like, has a business side, that has done something before and can help grow. And I I can build anything type of thing. I'm like... Okay, you can't come to me as a. I'm here working at Disney and doing an earnout. I, I just, I, I, I'm stuck essentially for two years. They don't really need me, honestly. Like the thing I did to get a sold to them was done. I started that thing and helps, you know, helped grow it to where it was. I'm just sitting there out in LA, like going to work and just trying to like figure out what to really do. I mean, the only thing I accomplished after they bought us was like I bought a piece of software. That's it, and that's like that's actually an accomplishment in a big organization. Like getting anything across the finish line is hard. So I'm, I'm bored out of my mind. And you have this guy who calls me and says, like, I want to build something for you. You know, I want to co-found something with you. I'm just like, I go to my list of 140 ideas. I'm like, well, here, here's what's been going through my mind. Do you want that one? He's like, no. 
Like, you don't want to do a Kickstarter for birthdays? Okay. Do you want to do this um, butt face app? No. Do you want to do this? I mean, I had all these stupid ideas. <laughs> Literally hoping that match faces with butts. That was one idea for some reason I thought would go viral. Probably still would. <laughs> so, so we go through all my dumb ideas. And then I'm sitting there at Disney with this big problem in front of me. And that is that we're paying all these influencers lots of money. Um, Subaru had given us $2.3 million to go hire influencers to talk about the, the Subaru car. And we, we were out like buying cars for people, shipping them to them. And then the day they get them, they would say like, hey, meet an owner. I love Subaru because I'm just like, this is bad. Like I am just adding to the noise of an inauthenticity and, and, yeah. and people are, and I'm like, I, I need to repent. So I told, <laughs> I told this to James, like, I hate what I do. I hate what I've caused in the influencer economy. Like I've, I've just, I've just put more noise that isn't disclosed properly, and it's all fake ads. How, how do we do this differently? And so we tinkered, and we found this way to essentially have a brand pipe in all their customer data, and then we would pump out who of their actual customers were already like had influence and audience, right? And so okay. yeah. we took all of Purple's um, customers, <clears throat> and we found all these influencers inside of so people that are already sleeping on the mattress who could genuine who could genuinely yeah. say like i think i like this yeah. brand instead of getting it for free yes and and getting it for free and pretending of, of oh yeah. i love it amen right. so that was the impetus of the whole woolly uh you know was was to help you find your uh influencers your real influencers and and that worked out i mean it got us money it was enough of a story to get us money so that we could uh go and, and go full-time on it and at that point I quit, you know, I quit, I was done with my earn out anyway. So I was like, I got money the month after my Disney thing ended. And so I luckily I had a head start because we've kind of been building underneath the covers there and, uh, came out, got money, ran with it, had some really good successes right up front and some really good brands and logos came on. And then about a year later, we got a really, we got armor sports, which is like Wilson, um, Solomon, Sunto. Arcterics, mm-hmm. a lot of good brands. And that kind of gave us another little bump. We did some services for Amazon, but by and large, we we just haven't accelerated um, like to have lots of customers. And that's kind of been, I, 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 I'm, I'm a little bit in, uh, discontent or whatever because I, I had this back-to-back experience with several exits and several yeah. uh, seeing how fast things can move once you get product market fit. And then now I'm at this one where I've not only have I taken money and so it's like, I've, I've given up a lot of ownership where the other ones I did it. I've also, I'm also four years into this and I'm like, we're still at 70 customers. Like guys, we need to do, we need to start getting escape velocity. And so just as just, just recently we did this executive, I went out on this solo trip to the wilderness, like sat alone for a, a week, tried to figure out what I want to do with my life. Un- interestingly enough, very little of it was about business until like the last day. Most of it was just like, what do I want to do with like, my family and you know me and who am I like I'm gonna talk to myself for the first time ever I'd never been alone for more than 12 hours I decided I had done this mental calculation like I've never been alone and I started getting like claustrophobic thinking of that I have never been alone I should probably experience myself someday all alone and then take away the technology all the beeps and buzzes so I went out did that that's a whole podcast, by the way, if you the, want yeah, to do it. Yeah, and I've yeah. got three hours of video that I took from this little <coughs> thing. So I will make some film someday. A little to, Survivor Man. Yes, videos. it was a little Survivor yeah. Man. Kind of like what I did years ago in Anasazi. That was 19 years earlier. 
And I came back with the th just like, I just need to focus. I just need to do what that same mission I just told you about of why we started the thing. I just got to go back to the roots because we, we started getting into like, we want to be this social commerce platform. We want to be this, you know, everybody gets to share with this simple widget and track their sharing. I mean, we just kept, I, I'm going to take it on me. I kept looking for shiny new ways to reset that three-year clock. I'm like, I got to be doing something new to keep myself self-excited i almost wanted covid to kill the company i'm like please covid just take this thing down <laughs> and we just kind of hung out like a cockroach the whole thing i <laughs> know uh, here I, we raised a little more money to stay alive we have one year left before uh, that money's gone and I, if we don't do something spectacular in that year i i won't i won't go out and ask for money i'll just we'll either try to sell it or turn it into a profitable you know lifestyle company but we're going to give it a best shot and try to make it get that escape velocity that these SaaS investors want. And I'm just going to focus on being a, the best brand advocacy platform that has ever existed. Like you would be dumb not to have our brand advocacy platform as part of your company. You know, if you're a brand and you do not have this in your stack, you would be, it'd be like, but well, you don't use QuickBooks. You know, I mean, you don't have yes. a way yeah, to monitor right. your money. You're not using, MailChimp or Clavio, like I want that. I want it to just be that obvious that you would have this as part of your stack to those to those customers who are not influencers and they're not everyday. They're not your just kind of one and done customers. It's these. It's this twenty percent that actually drive eighty percent of the revenue. It's these really good customers that wear your hat, that wear your clothes, that talk about it, that might make content, that would give you feedback in a survey when asked that might go to an event uh, supporting such brand. So that is, that is Wooly. Yeah. yeah. What desert? Where'd you go? I, well, I have actually have some land in the middle of nowhere, right off the 89. So it's, so you go to Zion, you come out Mount Carmel junction, the east side of Zion, you go up towards Panguitch on the 89 yeah. and, um, there's a little, little town called Alton and there's, and, and no one knows it. You didn't know it's there, but, uh, my friend and I bought, 10 acres each right next to each other and it's just empty it was it cost very little money to yeah. buy this empty land but there's a road that gets there my family drives me there drops me off no phone i no watch so did you have and disappear not even like a sat phone and have anything no take it back i had a i had a watch phone that my little five-year-old wears this little gizmo that could show pal. you like yeah. location gps no well if, if i had a cell reception but where i was had nothing there's so no i would have to hike Probably a few four miles no check to get in. to no check in. No check in with the wife. So for what? One week she had no idea. If so I was it's there like basically. And for I'm one not, week I had no idea if she made it home that night after that's she true. dropped me off. But it, it, but if, you, if Trump I'm not could have been assassinated this, yeah. and I would have known six days later. <laughs> if I'm not here in this spot in six days, you obviously know. That's it. So I have one friend that the, my friend who yeah. who I bought it with, he knows the spot. He was in St. George mountain biking with a bunch of uh, friends, and and I knew he was there. And I said, Brent, can you pick me up? Saturday afternoon, after you're coming back up north, you know, roughly, I, I thought he'd be there at three, <laughs> and I don't know the time, so I just sat there hitting pine cones with a stick for four hours. I was so <laughs> ready to see someone, and I thought the sun was estimating like three o'clock. He didn't get me till about five. So no, and those two hours, the longest two hours of my life, because there was this thought that he wouldn't come that day, and I was feeling total despair. I hadn't talked to anyone for you know for a whole week. I haven't. Did I was you, doing a three-day fast, so I was like kind of going out of my mind yes. a little bit. The beginning or end, did you do your fast? Yeah, the very Did you end. realize you were end. talking to yourself out loud? Oh, all the time. Like I filmed myself talking to myself. I mean, I was, I was doing weird seances with like eagle, great buffalo spirits, and I had everything going. I mean, I, by the day 
before even it was one big conversation with myself. I'm naked the whole time, by the way, like mostly naked. I had a fanny pack on most of the time because I <laughs> needed my knife and everything. But yeah. I mean, did you yeah. pack any food in? Yeah, I've had food. I okay. had food. I had to, I made but no, good food. no books, no, no reading. I did have Pick a couple books. I did have three books and I finished them all in the first few days, except for one of them and journals. Yeah. Um, the last day of Friday, I decided to do nothing. Like it was the only day I wanted to, I could only use my knife. I, I've set up weird boundaries. Tuesday, I only, I, I was naked with no shoes. So I couldn't really go far because it hurt on my feet. So I was just trying all these little experiments. Um, I didn't have any plan ahead of time, but once you get down there, you have a lot of planning time. So I'm like, okay, yeah. let's like, let's make this a little thematic. And so maybe I could do it again the same way or share with other people and they could try this thing. So I have, I now have a program actually, like each day it can be, you could do it in 24 hours, but I have a program. If anyone ever wants to try this, that I think is like the best uh, way to do it. It's, it's Monday. So Sunday is sojourn. That's when you go out. The, um, Mondays like memories the first day out there I just get flooded with memories your mind becomes like a screen just playing all these because you have no entertainment so you're just like yeah. I mean I, I think I watched like I think I watched uh, Game of Thrones like almost in, in its entirety on Monday just like in my mind I'm like oh yeah yeah, that's like, oh, that was good. I remember I'm just sitting there watching it in a hammock because I'm so. But then I also had memories, the craziest memories of my childhood started coming, and I'm just like writing these down. I'm like, Dad, remember that time we did this? this? So I so a lot of writing, and then Tuesday was um, it was like my touch day. That was when I was all naked, and you feel everything. It's like get in touch with yourself. Wednesday was the walkabout, so that's when I did a big hike. I did a 12 mile kind of hike around, and that was an important day. A Thursday was just like thankfulness. That's when you, I started making a lot of letters and thanking people because that just overwhelmed me. It was like how much I love people. Really lonely about that time. Uh, Friday was the fast. That's when I just went all nothing, no water, no food. No water. Yeah. Well, Thursday I fasted too, but I did water and then, <clears throat> and went and then yeah. same with the Saturday until I got picked up and went to a steakhouse. That was gross. It was too much. I mean, I destroyed it myself. Probably <laughs> yeah, but you say it was going to destroy Destroyed you. myself, yeah. Yeah. And then the last, um, and then Saturday when I got picked up, I don't know what to call that day. I'll figure it out. But set fire. A lot of fire. So you do a lot with fire. You're, you're making your tea that way. You're, that's your light. That's your warmth. It was cold at night. Um, so fire was my everything. Luckily, there was a lot of dead wood out there. So yeah. something with fire. For, I don't know. I burned a lot of memories. Like I'd write things down and names and just like burn the bad stuff and like want to just remember the good. So I did all these weird little ceremonious things that were just made up. And then I go back to the real world. And I had all these goals. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be a good dad. I'm going to just zen out around the house. I'm never going to raise my voice again. I'm going to. I'm just going to come back to <laughs> Jesus. And then I come back, and like two hours later, after I get around my kids, I'm like, get the. You know, like, <laughs> it just it just leaves you. I don't know how to do it. So my only conclusion from this whole thing yeah. is you got to keep doing it. You have to so like set some, a. Some... You have to have some repetition of unplugging. So that you can just start to reset. You just got to reset. Maybe not necessarily a week. Not a week, a day. A couple just a day. day. Two days even, yeah. Just got to program that in. And I'm going to take my kids. I'm going to try to take a kid uh, next time on, on a two-day one. Yeah. And Are you on cycle social media? Through. I'm on LinkedIn mostly, yeah. LinkedIn, yeah. but everything else not necessarily like your very inact Very inactive very on the active. other stuff. My wife, the, even, my wife doesn't do anything. So we're pretty anti we're pretty anti-social for this in, for some in terms reason of social apps. yeah i'm, I'm, I'm invested apps. in this phone called gab to just get kids off yes. social i just don't being at disney and seeing yeah like the, the fact that we're trying to suck all their time away with influencers and social i'm like there's got to be something that 
tries to suck their time back into doing real things and real life. And like, so I just, we don't need more TikTok. We need more no, re yeah. real life. So, so I'm not, how, I, don't, I don't support it. This experience that you have, like, how are you going to implement? Are you going to try to implement that into Wooly and your employees and those people that you I, work well, with? I'm going literally right now. And it, it is what, 1230. I have to leave in three minutes because I got to get back there. And we have our all hands meeting day where I'm, we're actually, I'm, I'm talking about this experience, what conclusions I came to. And we're kind of, we're kind of having the speech today, like back to basics. You know, yeah. we're, we're going to be the best advocacy platform that the world's ever seen. And that's that's my speech today. Um, so I, I will I will implement some of the learnings there, but um, more the thing that really hit me was that it's probably not Wooly that I'm going to. I'm probably going to set up my own at some point. My own. I don't I don't want to make money off this, but I want to take people, primarily men who are like me and just you know need to need to defrag you know and just get some type of uh, cool down cycle going and just be alone. I want it, but it could be women. I mean, but I, I just, I just, uh, I just want to help them out. I want to, I, my lands offered up there. I put on hip camp. I'll, I, I'll put, I'll put my land up for anyone to go do this journey and get, get alone with themselves. I think the best time is, you know, the mid, mid October is the latest you want to be out there. And then spring would be just cause night nights get cold, but yeah. you go to Arizona. So I'm going to, I will in my life. I found out one of my purposes is to probably do this more myself and then guide others through it. Um, I've always known that too, since I did Anasazi, I just, my wife finally said, Scott, you have to finally go do this thing. You've always been talking about it. And so I went and, I went and prototyped the lone walk, the whatever you want to call this wilderness walk. Um, and, and now I just need to ship it, you know, for others. Yeah. And I'm not, and this is not, this is not a money making venture. This would be yeah. a, a purpose uh, thing that I'm doing. That's amazing. All right. Well, you I'm only in. got a few minutes, so we have to rapid count, fire. Count me in for that. I'd be in too, 100%. Rapid fire. Everyone I talk to is 100% no, in. So there's, so that's saying something, right? Yeah, no, yeah. it is. You know, because here's the thing. While he's looking this up, here's the thing is like, we would all admit that we've thought about doing that. I, but it's, it's, it's so hard. My personality, it's hard to then actually execute yeah. action. Yeah. Like it really is. Like I would love to do that. I think that it would be great. And I need to and take, I'm going to make it easy for you to execute. I'm going to take a lot yeah, of the so worries I'm away. I'm going to get yeah. scheduled for you. I'm going to make sure that yeah. the doubts aren't there anyway. because it's hard. And you're an extrovert probably like me. Maybe. I don't know. I'm an, I'm, I'm like both. I'm it highly depends. extroverted. It, so it's very hard for me. It depends. Like in, it, it, it depends on whom I'm with. It's giving great. me a Red Bull and then making me talk on the microphone, <laughs> Dude, guys. This is, I'm just on fire. I could just keep going. We go for four hours and I just give story, well, story. I'd be like that kid on Goonies, like, and then in the fourth grade, yeah, yeah, and then I'm a teacher. Tell me everything. <laughs> and I blamed it on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> but we got yeah. it. We got some, we have some final questions, but then All right, we'll let let's you do take it. Off. Rapid fire. Let's do Rapid it. Okay. So I'm not, we usually do, I have some song lyrics. We're not going to do those. But we always do would you rather. So. Well, how much time do you really have? I like, really only have three like a minutes. Few minutes. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I got to get to Lehigh. I won't even do all of them. Would you rather. I love would you rather. That's my, I have a would you rather Wednesday theme on LinkedIn I did for Dude, about a year. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Best, the best content ever. <laughs> uh, would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or a broken elevator? Um, ski lifts because I'd jump that shit. You would, you'll be good. <laughs> I've done that already many times. <laughs> Would you rather drink a half a gallon of spoiled milk or eat one cup of maggots? Half, um, definitely the spoiled milk. Milk, yeah. your own milk. That's coming right back up. Uh, would you rather have a leg for an arm or an arm for a leg? A leg for an arm. Like that's, I can't even. 
Yeah, you gotta, you gotta imagine that. Would you rather your have, leg yeah. is attached to your shoulder. Your leg. Or your or arm, arm is attached to your hip. Or an arm for your leg. I think the arm on the leg. Arm Wait a sec. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, the leg, way around. Definitely leg. two legs. Wait, wait. Two Do I legs, have to make but, the switch? No, you have two legs, but then this is a leg. I'm having three right. of something, right? You're having three yeah. of something. You have three arms, one here and then one here. Or you are two legs, right? Yeah. And, and uh, this yeah. is an actual leg, dude. No, you can I don't want to move her. I'm going to take the arm leg. Yeah, dude. So you're going to have a leg? Yeah, I'm going to have a boot on my Yeah, I mean, you're going to kick. Yeah. Dude, you could be kicking people. Yeah. So much easier. Third Taft boot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that would be, yeah. You'd have a <laughs> ton of power in that. Egg uh, arm, my arm. Would you rather be hunted by the Terminator or Rambo? Um, Rambo. Rambo. Terminator's got shit on me. Okay. Which one? The newer, like, ones? Original Arnold. Yeah. Oh, original. Arnold Terminator. Yeah. Arnold Terminator. Oh, Rambo. Probably Arnold then. Just because I, I wouldn't mind. Well, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. Rambo. Ram I, I'm more scared of Arnold. But that. But the other one, the freaking dude. That morphs from like the, the metal? Yeah, from like yeah. the, like the early, like 94, yes. 93, whenever that came out. That one. And still yeah, when Arnold me. was the good Terminator, he was Yes, the yes. yes. Yeah. That yeah. one yeah. I yeah. never yeah. want to see. Judgment Day. Yes. Terminator Judgment yes. Day. Yes. Would you rather have nosy neighbors or noisy neighbors? Oh, give me noisy, no, nosy, nosy neighbors, yeah, all fun. up in your business wait, all the wait, time. Wait, hold on, noisy. I don't like. Yeah, probably nosy. I don't really get fight phased by that. Okay. Noisy would suck because yeah, yeah I don't know. that would suck. Know. Especially know. when you got acres and then it's just yeah, like yeah, exactly. That's what I'm time. thinking. Like I'm no. purposely trying to keep noise out. Yeah, for yeah. That. yeah. Uh, would you rather live in real world Jurassic Park or real world Walking Dead? I haven't done Walking Dead yet, and I. Bet it sucks. So I do real with Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, living with the dinosaurs. Okay. Uh, would you rather your significant other? Would you rather your wife told you she cheated on you on the Jerry Springer show or Judge Judy? <laughs> I, I know who both those are, but I don't know what the difference <laughs> would be. Uh, Jerry Springer, you're probably gonna have a fight break out. Is that what it is? Judge Judy. Judge she's, Judy. You're in a courtroom. You're in a courtroom. Oh. Somehow it comes out. Yeah. I see. Um, <laughs> she's. Judy, I guess. Judge Judy. I'm not a fighter. Uh, would you rather be constantly itchy or constantly sticky? These are the worst. <laughs> sticky. Sticky. Okay. Well, we have our one. We didn't ask. Oh, yeah. Um, we have one we ask all the time. Last one. We could maybe not. I got, we got a Tiger Woods one. takes his driver and he swings it as hard as he can right at your shin. Uh -huh. Or Barry Bonds takes his bat and swings it home run swing to the middle of the back. The shin all day long. Shin all oh, day. Oh yeah, yeah. That's about eighty percent. That's I'm we've the asked back, that. The back is parallel. I've asked paralysis. that to hundreds of people. Yeah. It's about seventy thirty. Yeah. Um, oh, really, the back's gone though. Your back's messed I know, up. I know. Amputate my foot. I don't want to lose. I've seen people lose their back. It's no good. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Oh, I'm very uh, bummed. Would you rather be able to speak to animals or be able to speak every language in the world? But only speak to animals. No, you can still speak English, like. Oh. Saying, but it's either you can you know all the languages of the world, or you can speak to animals. Definitely, um, if if like, if the animal speaking allows me to like manipulate their behavior, and I. I can, mean, I like, think you could probably reason with them if you could speak you can with them. Reason with like, them, and I'm hey, like, yeah. don't look at me yeah. in my house, goat. Why on working? Or follow me, all of y'all. Follow me. We're yeah. going after this guy. <laughs> That's interesting. The. Uh, but if it's just the ability to understand that they're saying food, food, duck, duck, food, run, I, I'll pass on that. I'll pass on that. If it, I would have to be able to like manipulate the behavior. Then I'll take that one. Okay. 
would you rather have the legs of a kangaroo or the arms of a sloth? Slothy arms. Slothy arms. Dude, that'd be so... Little hooks. Dude, yeah, that'd be great. You can <laughs> I hang. Just, I, I, was just, you can I, I just go to concerts out. all the time. Just hang. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. <laughs> uh, would you rather be turned on every single time you see someone wearing a fedora or every single time you see someone wearing Crocs? That's a trick question because you're wearing your fedora. <laughs> like full, full turned on here. <laughs> yeah, you're horny. You're horny as hell. You see the fedora or Crocs? Definitely the Crocs. Because it's like 50% of the time it should be a female. And then <laughs> the fedora is mostly uh, always a male, so I'm uh, not you doing it. That's a good point. Dude, that's a good yeah. point. Sex doesn't matter. It's just the it hat does, In this or case, the Crocs. it does. I'm, if I'm, this, there, I'd, be, I'd start to have some association <laughs> if it was. Would, would I get in trouble for saying that a lot of, it might be a lot of lesbians that wear Crocs? I don't think you is that, is that a total? I don't. Like, I don't it's, it's your podcast. I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I would make a post on LinkedIn if that. I, tells I don't know. You I, I associate cargo pants and Crocs with a lot of lesbians. I don't. Even, I don't, actually don't have a lot of. But I'm so. I don't notice those I things. Don't know that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we could go, we could go to like a lesbian uh, hangout and thing and just do, do some, some counting. That's some, a, yeah, definitely yeah, worth like yeah. doing uh, some research. I could. Yeah, it's probably completely wrong. Could be. All right. Would you rather cry every time? You had sex or burp uh, after every time someone kissed you. Um, <laughs> like a melt, like a meltdown, like you're just bawling. Oh, really? Yeah. Or every time you kiss, <laughs> it's just like a yeah, just like <laughs> big. Just um, <laughs> I'll, I'll do kissy burps. Kissy burps. Okay. It's nasty. Well, all right. That's it, man. All right. We got to do one. You got time for one song? I don't. Okay, I'm literally. I'm literally. You're good. You're, you're gonna text it. it. He's gonna text it to you. Okay. What is the song part? It's just though? lyrics. I just He's just gonna text you the lyrics. You have, to, you have to read the lyrics and guess what song. The artist it is. and the name of the song. Oh, that's all you have to do. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I mean, shoot me the song. Okay. okay. He's gonna read the lyrics. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Shoot me one song. Okay. All right. You I thought can, it was like you're gonna play a song no, like no, no, a no, karaoke no, no, or something. No, no. You can. You can find me in St. Louis, rolling on dubs, smoking on dubs and clubs, blowing up like cocoa puffs, sipping bub, getting perved and getting dubbed. Oh, daps and hugs, mean mugs and shoulder shrugs. And it's, <clears throat> and it's all, be, it's all because accumulated enough scratch just to navigate it. Wood decorated on Chrome and it's candy painted. Well, sounds like a country song. Fans fainted while I'm entertaining <laughs> wild. Ain't it how me and money end up hanging. I hang with Hannibal Lecter hot shit. So fill me when I bring it. That's, that's not my genre. Yeah, not you can Nelly. find me. It's Nelly. 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 Is that okay. Nelly? Yeah. Country. Dude, I, I would. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Hey. Thanks. Love it. Thanks, Thanks, guys. We're out.